Lucia. Привіт. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Lingocast, the podcast of your language journey. My name is Eliseu and this is our first episode interviewing a polyglot. Are you excited to listen to this? So, before we start, don't forget to follow us on social media and in your favorite podcast platform. If you want to have online classes with tutors, including our today's guest, you can easily do it using our sponsor, italki. Using the link in the description box, you are going to receive $10 to using classes in the platform after you make an accumulated purchase amount of $20. You just need access to the platform and can start already booking your lessons. And there, you can also find Daniela Sepp, our today's guest. She is 18 years old, speaks 17 languages in different levels, and accepted the invitation to be the first polyglot to talk to Lingocast. Let's check how was this talk. Hello, Daniela. First of all, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about the language you speak, which language you speak, and how you learn them? My name is Daniela. Um, I was born in Ukraine, but I currently live abroad. I've been living abroad for more than 10 years. In, uh, actually, I lived in four different countries. So that would be probably the thing that gave me this advantage with languages, because as many scientists confirm, when you start learning languages at a young age, picking up languages later on becomes way easier. Your brain is just, it functions a bit differently. It is more open to perceive new information and absorb it. And yeah, uh, about the languages I speak. So uh, my native language is Russian and my second language is Hungarian. But since Hungarian was a language that I started learning very early on when I was, well, younger than five. Um, I actually usually say that I'm bilingual because I feel equally comfortable speaking both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, we can say I, I won the, the language lottery <laughs> because uh, we all know that Russian and Hungarian are, well, they're famous for being difficult ones. Then my third language was English. We, we all have to learn it at school. Afterwards, uh, Ukrainian and Slovak are the languages that I've been hearing a lot in my childhood. But you were raised so, in Ukraine as well, or you were only born there? Um, I was born there and I lived there for, for four and a half years. And then we moved and moved again and again and again. So, yeah, traveled quite a lot in my childhood. Um, so, yeah. And uh, then, actually, the turning point in my language learning career, so to say, was when I was um, around 14. I just, I just decided from one day to another that I want to learn Italian. That's it. Like, no excuses. I'm going to speak this language. And I just downloaded an ebook, And from that point on, I never stopped learning languages. All right. Yeah, okay. These days we were talking about reaching the A1 level that I find it pretty hard. Like not only pretty hard, but a little bit annoying because we don't understand a lot. Do you agree with it? And what's your approach to to learn a language from scratch? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the, the first stage in language learning is the most crucial one because uh, uh, that, that's where you either uh, continue st- uh, studying this language or you just stop. So basically, I would call this phase of language learning the basically getting to know the language. You start to notice the patterns of this language. 
the sounds of this language. Um, another great thing to do in the in the A1 stage is um, writing down the hundred most uh, used words. It's, it's usually a thing that almost everyone does, or at least the other podcasts I talk to. And um, yeah, and then just uh, just try to listen to that language as much as possible, so that you can uh, adjust your um, speaking to how native speakers speak, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And yeah, because, you know, um, every language has different intonation, even like um, how your voice sounds, it, it changes uh, depending on the language you speak. So um, I, I, I frequently use the shadowing technique for those who are not familiar with this term is basically you are listening to, a, to native speakers speaking and imitate them. Mm-hmm. everything like their intonation yeah do you usually you uh, listen to it in the original speed or you slow it down a bit um i try to use uh, normal speed from the beginning because well as we know in real life nobody's gonna like speak uh 0.5 yeah okay yeah that's pretty interesting yeah shadowing is actually that it's something that you may not understand a little bit that like to see that the, the results but it's pretty useful, like how much you can develop your skills doing shadowing. In fact, yeah, because like, uh, you know, when we think about how we uh, learned our first language, it was also like shadowing, basically, because when we were babies, we also didn't know like what we we're saying. We we're just saying what others are saying. So using this natural way of studying languages or better say acquiring languages is probably the best way. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Oh yeah, that's about your time, for example. How do you balance like between starting new languages, maintaining the ones you you speak because you already speak many, and improving the ones you you already speak but you still want to reach a, a higher level? How do you manage it? I would say it's a lifestyle. You know, um, after a while, you just stop thinking about it, and basically using English or Spanish or German or any other language for me is like using Hungarian or Russian. Like I just stopped making differences between the languages. They're all like, uh, they're, they're just all part of my life, so to say. Or okay. I try to to make them part of my life as much as I can. Yeah, you fit all of them in your routine, right? You you keep doing the things you like, but in different languages. That's it? Exactly, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know as well that you you work as a tutor. Do you still work on, a, on italki? Yep, I do work on Italki as a tutor of Russian, Hungarian, Italian, and English. Yeah, okay. So about Hungarian, everyone talks about Hungarian, that it's one of the hardest languages. Mm-hmm. If there is anyone who wants to start learning Hungarian, what tips would you give to, to these people? Well, first of all, don't be scared of it. That would be the biggest advice. Uh, because a lot of people have uh, stereotypes about it. But once you get to know that language, you realize that it's extremely logical. Like, really, if you understand the patterns, you'll have no problem learning this language. And, um, well, for the rest, I would say the same rules that apply for, uh, that we apply for any language. Uh, Start to learn vocabulary. Try to use it as much as you can with native speakers or anyone you can even like practice with yourself at this point you can just re- make a 
recording of how you speak about your day in Hungarian, for example, or also watching YouTube videos can be useful. Try to find something you enjoy doing and start doing it in Hungarian or any other language you're learning. Okay. And try to imitate them. Mm-hmm. Have you ever quitted learning any language? And if yes, what was the reason? Uh, yes, uh, and a lot of languages, I have to admit. I'll be honest. Um, probably the the fact that I just didn't... It's just not my language. Like, we were not compatible. Because uh, I believe, like, languages should be compatible with your personality. Like, if you feel that this language is not really your language, then just leave it. If you don't like it, just leave it. There are a lot of languages, believe me. So you can choose something else always. It's worthwhile to try, right? To try to check if it matches with you. And and it's also all right to, exactly. uh, to, to create it, right? Yeah, it's absolutely fine. Like you should be trying uh, to find the languages that really align with your personality. So, yeah. And another thing could be also that uh, I would not recommend studying Uh, two similar languages at the same time, or just generally several languages at the same time. It's a mistake uh, we all made as polyglots at some point of our lives. Uh, not gonna lie, but 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 just try to focus on one language and get get it to a really good level before you start learning a new language. Mm-hmm. And what language do you use as language of instruction to learn? You usually use English, Hungarian, Russian, or you can use it. You sometimes you use other languages. Um, I would say the language I use as my core language is English. English, okay. The availability of uh, more um, resources. Okay. Yeah, I try to use in the beginning Polish to learn Russian. Sometimes it makes sense when you want to translate things, but yeah, I then I, I prefer to go go back to English to to learn that. I don't mm. know, it just just didn't fit for me. Yeah, it, it can also be a bit tricky because when I was uh, studying Spanish back then, I tried to learn it from Italian and then I realized that was a pretty bad idea because they're very similar. And actually the same happened with Portuguese and Spanish later on was that basically I just started to mix them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I think uh, uh, people should learn if if you already study languages, then try to study to different languages like not from the same family group at all mm-hmm. and i see that nowadays you you don't mix a lot of spanish and portuguese with it which is something that i see that it's very common uh, among polyglots they speak both of them usually they speak v- very well spanish and very well portuguese how do you do that how what would, would you recommend people like to improve that to not mix all the time especially spanish and portuguese or other languages that are also like extremely similar like spanish and portuguese Very good question. I was actually struggling with this a lot at the beginning when I just started learning a lot of languages at the same time. When I just started, I was totally hyped and I want to learn as many languages as possible. So the conclusion I arrived to is that you have to separate the languages. You have to understand that Spanish is Spanish and Portuguese is Portuguese. They are two separate languages. They're, they might be similar, but they're completely different. So you have to, well, two completely, I mean, two completely different languages. So you have to build this wall in your head between them. And you should not think that 
Spanish and Portuguese are the same in quotation marks, the same as you shouldn't think that if you're gonna speak Russian with some kind of Polish kind of accent, you're gonna be speaking Polish. No, you will be speaking Russian with Polish accent. It's not the same. So um, just respect uh, languages and respect each culture and know that they are different. They have differences and just... Uh, yeah, try to try to make this barrier in your head, first of all. That's the most important thing. And the last two questions. You said that your your first language was Russian, then you learned Hungarian, you're born in Ukraine. How do you define yourself? Are you more connected to one culture? You say, I'm Ukrainian, I'm Hungarian, or no, you feel you're more a world citizen, or how do you define yeah. Daniela? Well, that's a very... um. Well, pretty tricky question, especially nowadays. Well, I would say that even though I am living in Hungary for a long time now and abroad in general, I am still Ukrainian because I was born in Ukraine and my heritage is mostly, well, Russian and Ukrainian. So I will always say that I'm Ukrainian, even though I don't live there for a long time now. But as I've been studying languages, I just uh, realized that all these, like, uh, I don't know, barriers are in, your, in our head. And people are people after all. So um, with, with time, I just, um, I just start be- becoming more and more a citizen of the world, as you said. Hey, interesting. So yeah, our last question. What does it mean for you to be a polyglot? Wow. Well, that, that's a good question. Um, I never intended to be one to begin with. Um, it, it just kind of happened. I just followed my passion for languages. Um, I made a lot of, I met a lot of amazing people along the way. And well, I'm just happy to be part of this amazing community because the polyglot community is one of the most welcoming and amazing communities. If you're considering learning a language, I will say go for it. You will never regret it. And um, yeah, basically, that's it. Yeah, go get a language, go get a cool. Well, yeah, why not? <laughs> nice. And where can people find you? Now you're on Instagram, you're on italki. Where else can people find you and, and know a little bit more yeah. about your work? Um, I also have a YouTube channel. It's uh, Daniela Sepp as a DP. Uh, Instagram, same, Daniela as a DP. And um, there's a pretty yeah, good video of you talking in 14 languages, strongly recommended. Uh, I have one that uh, where I speak 17 languages, 17 actually. Languages. Okay, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, well, it's out there. So if anyone is interested. Cool. I will leave in the description box of this episode. But yeah, uh, thanks very much for taking part of this episode. You are my the first polyglot I'm interviewing, the first of many. And next time we can do that in Portuguese. When we'll be on YouTube, we can we can have multilingual episode. Of course, would be awesome. Great, thank you. Cool. Well, anyway, it was a very nice talk with you today. Hopefully yeah, I learned we can a lot. collaborate in the future too. Sure. Maybe yeah. making an episode in portuguese or several languages for sure for sure in portuguese i'm pretty curious to show you uh show you and your skills in portuguese to brazilian people who will listen to it well looking forward thank you to take part in this episode my pleasure i hope you all like this episode you can reach us via instagram to leave feedback or ask questions 
Let us know what topic you would like to listen in the following episodes and who you would like to see as a guest here. And don't forget to follow Daniela under the links I left in the description box. Thanks for listening to another episode. See you next week and enjoy your language journey.